Spring is in full swing, and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool, or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33. Beach. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor. Some of my favorite conversations have happened over the rims of mugs. I'm Denise Harper, co-host of The Morning Show with Bill and Denise, and program director for The Bridge. There's something special about sitting across the table from a friend, whether we've known them forever or for just a minute, with a good cup of coffee and an open heart. And hopefully, today's conversation will inspire and encourage you. I can honestly say that the lady that I'm talking with today is my favorite lady in the entire world because it is my mama, Cathal Tanner. Welcome. It's good to have you here today. It's good to be here. Well, I have been looking forward to this ever since I bribed you to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have some coffee and just kind of chat about life. And I'm very interested for you to share some of your story because I'm betting that a lot of people who know you don't know your story. We're going to be talking about faith and we're going to be talking about how God weaves our pathway. Sometimes we look at things and don't understand why they happened, but looking back, we can see his fingerprints all over our lives, right? Right. So I have learned so many things from my mom. She loves coffee, therefore I love coffee. (laughs) Yes. She taught me to go to the clearance rack first when we go into a store. Look for the specials. Yes. You also, you taught me how to make friends and the value of keeping friends, having good friends. And I just was thinking about all the times that your friends who we all had, they all had kids together about the same age and we would go spend a lot of time together. And so I learned a lot about the value of friendship just watching you. Good. (laughs) That's, that's what a mom's for, to be an example. Yeah, that's right. I learned the importance of reading the Bible from both you and dad and my grandmother. Yes. And how important prayer is in our lives. And so when I think about the gift of faith in my life, I know that largely it ultimately came from God, but he taught me how to have faith by having faithful and faith-believing parents. So I appreciate that about you, Mama. Parents and grandparents. Right. It is a legacy of faith. We're going to talk about that today. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs, made possible by Iconic Sparkle. Get fun and fashionable accessories, such as necklaces, earrings, and bracelets that can go with any outfit for any occasion for just $5. Owner Mandy Heinz desires to change the world through her accessories and what it allows her to offer. Fashion accessory advice, boosting confidence, and training those who want to start their own business. Learn more at IconicSparkle.com or on their app. I wanted you to share a little bit about you. You were not born in Delaware. No, I was born in the Bronx of New York. Wow. (laughs) And how in the world 
did you end up in Milford, Delaware? Well, my dad died when I was about a year old. He had a, an aneurysm. And then my mother had to go to work. And in those days, there were no daycares. So I kind of got passed around hmm. between the relatives while she was working. Too young to put in boarding school. Hmm. And so I would kind of travel around between aunts and uncles. And then my mother asked my father's brother and his wife down here if they would take me for a while. So they said, yes, they would. Hmm. So she brought me down here by bus. And as soon as I saw them, they became mom and dad. I started calling them mom and dad right away. How old were you? I was about three years old. Oh, wow. Do you remember that at all? I do not. I have one picture of, of my mom had taken at one of those instant photo places at yeah. the bus station, mm-hmm. and you could just see the side of her face. Oh, wow. wow. And that's, but, I, but I see that, and so I know, you know, I know that's what she was getting ready to do, was bring me down here. Mm-hmm. And then she passed away? She passed away when I was six. Wow, wow. So who I know as my mom and pop-up, <laughs> or grandmother and grandfather to many, that is really my great aunt and great uncle. Yes. Okay. Well, my great uncle, your dad, mm-hmm. pup, who I knew as Pop Up, he died when I was pretty young, but I have such amazing memories of my mom. Yes. Boy, talk about a lady of faith. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. What are some of the things that you remember the most about her? Oh, I remember always, if I had a problem, if I was concerned about something, she was the first person I'd call, Mm -hmm. because she was a prayer warrior, and she had such great faith, and she just knew if we prayed about it, God would take care of it. Yeah. (laughs) And something interesting about them, they wanted to put their faith into action and actually helped to start a church here in Milford. Yes, they did. They started a church in Milford. How did that happen? How did that come about? Well, after he was saved, which was before I came here, they had a little store downtown where the parking lot is across from the side of what used to be Penny's. And they lived in an upstairs apartment. Well, he had gotten saved, and there wasn't a church here in Milford, I guess, that, you know, I don't know at that time how many churches were here. But he started having meetings in their apartment, and they'd have a, a, a pastor who came and stayed and so until they could get a church. And then they had a church up on the hill in Washington Street where Argus Linoleum is now. And what did that church become? That became the Church of God at 500 North Walnut Street, Milford, Delaware. That is amazing. <laughs> My mom and pop-pop were charter members yes. uh, that started that church. Yes. So how old do you think you were when you gave your heart to the Lord? Just a very little girl, because Dad used to pick me up and carry me around, and he'd talk to me about Jesus. And he'd ask me, where where did Jesus live? And I'd say, in my heart. He taught me that if ever I was afraid and he wasn't there, just to call on Jesus. Mm. Jesus is always with you. Just call on Jesus. Wow. And over the years, boy, have I done that. <laughs> And you taught us that as well. Yes. So someone hearing about your story for the very first time might be thinking, what a tragic start in life. And it is a tragic beginning. Sad that that you had to 
yes. come live with other relatives that you didn't grow up. But I look at your story and I think about how, while the enemy means to harm us, kill us, steal, destroy, just like John 10, 10 says, Jesus comes to give us life. And God is the ultimate in turning things around. What the enemy meant for harm, he turns for good. And I can see that in your life. I think about the fact that you came here. My dad was eventually in the Air Force. He was stationed in Dover because he's yes. from Upper Pennsylvania. Yes. You two met. How old were you when, when you met dad? I was 16. 16. You graduated from high school. If I remember this right, you graduated one week. You got married two weeks later? Yes. <laughs> and then not too long after that, moved away moved away to Tulsa Oklahoma wow and then a year later here comes Denise yes <laughs> <laughs> wow so I just think about the fingerprint of God on your life weaving that whole story together and I think about the impact you've been in you've been involved in the Milford Church of God almost all your life just about ever since I was three years old yeah <laughs> And so I think about that. You've impacted, you and dad both have impacted so many people over the years. Dad taught a middle school, maybe boys class. High school, school, I think. High school. Yeah. And you both worked in youth group work, Sunday school director for a while, tons of opportunities to serve in the church. You've impacted a lot of lives. And so I think about how that might have not happened if you'd never come to Delaware. That's right. So obviously it wouldn't have happened if you hadn't come to Delaware. So I'm glad that God brought you here. I'm glad that uh, the bridge is here and, yes. and that I can serve in the bridge because God brought you to Delaware. Yes. I am also thinking about the great faith. I just think about my mom and how strong her faith was. And I spent a lot of time with her and every night we would kneel beside the bed and pray she talked about the Lord. She loved to read the Bible. Yes. She was one of the biggest encouragers for me to memorize scriptures and hide the word of God in my heart and how powerful that is. So I just am so grateful for that. But I also think about the heritage of faith that God orchestrated by bringing you here as well. Yes. He passes it down through the generations. Mm -hmm. There's a promise about that, yes, right? Yes, there is. <laughs> the blessing for your children yes. and your children's children and the children's children. Yes. <laughs> what would you say has been the biggest faith builder for you or one of the biggest faith builders? Just the many times that God has answered prayer when things looked dark, when things looked bleak. God always answered that prayer and, and led us in the right direction. So when you see time after time God's healing power and the way he has answered your prayers, it builds faith mm -hmm. and trust that he can take care of it, that he's in control and that he will take care of it. You know, looking back, I think if it hadn't been for God bringing me here, because I have an older brother and sister that lived in boarding school till they were in the eighth grade. They finished the eighth grade and then they each went to a different aunt and uncle. So we were all raised separately. God did restore those relationships. And we got to spend a lot more time with my brother than my sister because she lives out on the West Coast. But you long for that. That was kind of one of the things as I was growing up that I felt like I was missing. Mm -hmm. But God gave me a best friend 
who had a brother about the same age as my brother. And so they became my brother and sister of sorts mm. in that time and filled that, that void. Yeah. How old were you when you and your brother and sister reconnected? Uh, really reconnected because over the years, I saw them, I think, once when I was about 10 years old for a day. And then when my brother graduated from high school and was getting ready to go into the Marines, he looked me up mm. because he wanted to reconnect. He was missing you too. Yes. Yeah. So what advice would you give someone who is listening right now and feels maybe disconnected or that something's missing in your life? To look to God and let him fill that void. And just say, you know, just have a conversation with him and say, God, you know, I need this or I need someone in my life that will fill that void. Mm. And he will supply that need. Yeah. The right person. The right person. Because that's critical. Yes, it is. (laughs) I know when I'm praying for someone that I feel is disconnected or is kind of just at a loss, ask the Lord to bring the right people to surround them and encourage them and speak life to them. Because so often, people don't speak life. And we need to hear that more often. Yes, we sure do. All right. Anything else that you want to share about faith? How God has moved in your life? You want to speak a testimony of God's faithfulness to you? Probably that sometimes there's something in your life or someone in your life that you are praying for. And it looks like they're just not getting to where they need to be. It may take years and years, Mm. but God comes through. Yeah. And He turns them around. Yeah. And brings them back where they need to be. So hang in there. So hang in. Keep praying. Keep praying. And keep trusting. Yes. Yeah. So I wanted to end with this because when I think about my mom, I think about the Proverbs 31 woman. And (laughs) (laughs) we all say, oh, if I could only. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> we we know that it's there to help set an example. It doesn't mean that we're all going to fall into that. But I always think about this section of the Proverbs 31 woman, and your face is like right there in the margin of my Bible when I read this part. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you, mom, surpass them all. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) That's from Proverbs 31. I think that when I think about the term, a legacy of faith, I think we want to leave something like that to our kids and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. It's not something that you can set a big, huge, giant plan from A to B to C. I think it, it really comes in living every day, yes, moment by moment, trusting God, walking in faith, believing, yes. believing him and taking him at his word. Yes. And believing that he'll take care of your kids. I, I sometimes think, boy, I'm glad I'm not raising kids right now because of the way the world is. But no matter what the world is like, God has given us our children, Mm -hmm. to raise up for Him. And in doing that, we have the most important job that there is, 
And I think as mothers, we need to be our children's number one cheerleader. And we need to praise them, not put them down for for something if they don't do it right, but the way we think they ought to do it. But to be there for them and to know that whatever you want to be, you can be. You just have to make up your mind what that is. Mm. And I'll be right there. We were never meant to journey alone. Whether you're having a great day or a hard one, we need each other to celebrate and to stand in the gap. Sharing our stories helps remind us that we are not alone. And when we sit with women who sit at the feet of Jesus, the conversations are different. We walk away feeling inspired, not inferior, because we know this Christian walk is a race, but not a competition. I'm your host, Denise Harper, encouraging you to catch up with a friend or make a new one and enjoy some good conversation over the rims of mugs.